Welcome to Immerse Messiah Reading for Week 7, Day 33. Immersed in Philemon The believers in the city of Colossae in modern-day Turkey first heard about Jesus from a man named Epaphras. Sometime during the years that Paul was based in Ephesus, he sent his associate Epaphras to Colossae, about a hundred miles east to share the good news there and in the nearby cities of Laodicea and Hierapolis. Many in Colossae became followers of Jesus. When they later learned that Paul was a prisoner, presumably in Rome, they sent Epaphras to help Paul on their behalf. He would make sure that Paul was being properly cared for in prison, bringing money and supplies from the church in Colossae. During this time, Paul wrote the letters we know as Colossians and Ephesians, He sent Tychicus and Onesimus to deliver those letters to their recipients in the province of Asia. Paul gave them one more letter to deliver addressed to a man named Philemon, a leader among the believers in Colossae. Paul calls him his brother and beloved co-worker, noting that the believers gathered to worship in his home. Philemon once had a slave who had betrayed his trust by running away, likely stealing money in the process. That slave was Onesimus, one of the men delivering Paul's letters. In this letter, Paul asks Philemon to forgive this slave, welcome him as a brother in Christ, and set him free. Onesimus is returning to Colossae as one of Paul's representatives. The runaway is about to see his owner again face to face. In his letter to Philemon, Paul explains that he has become a father in the faith to Onesimus. Just as Epaphras was helping Paul on behalf of the Colossians, Paul wants to keep Onesimus with him on behalf of Philemon. But given their history, Paul knows that he can't presume anything. So he sends Onesimus back to Colossae with Tychicus to seek reconciliation with Philemon. Paul uses a variety of strategies to persuade Philemon. Community encouragement. Paul addresses the letter to the whole church there. Sympathy. He mentions five times that he's in prison. Authority, I could demand it. Personal debt, you owe me your very soul. And most significantly, the creation of one new unified family in the Messiah. Even so, Paul is making a pretty audacious request. Philemon has the authority under Roman law to punish Onesimus severely. Runaway slaves were routinely killed by crucifixion. But Paul asks him to grant Onesimus freedom and to welcome him as a man and as a brother in the Lord, effectively as an equal. Notice that Paul is mirroring what Christ has done for us. He is not merely encouraging reconciliation between Philemon and Onesimus. He is embodying that reconciliation himself by putting himself between them and volunteering to pay any debt that Onesimus owes Paul is doing exactly what he asks of Philemon. Put into action the generosity that comes from your faith. The foundation for everything Paul writes in this short letter is the radical new unity made possible by Christ. The new world that has been born through the death and resurrection of the Messiah directly challenges the old way of life in the present evil age. In the Messiah's new family, love cuts across the old boundaries between people. Jew and Greek, slave and free, male and female, we all are now one in Christ. 
The Letter to Philemon This letter is from Paul, a prisoner for preaching the good news about Christ Jesus and from our brother Timothy. I am writing to Philemon, our beloved co-worker, and to our sister Aphia, and to our fellow soldier Archippus, and to the church that meets in your house. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. I always thank my God when I pray for you, Philemon, because I keep hearing about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people. And I am praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. Your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother, for your kindness has often refreshed the hearts of God's people. That is why I am boldly asking a favor of you. I could demand it in the name of Christ because it is the right thing for you to do, but because of our love, I prefer simply to ask you. Consider this as a request from me, Paul, an old man and now also a prisoner for the sake of Christ Jesus. I appeal to you to show kindness to my child, Onesimus. I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Onesimus hasn't been of much use to you in the past, but now he is very useful to both of us. I am sending him back to you, and with him comes my own heart. I wanted to keep him here with me while I am in these chains for preaching the good news, and he would have helped me on your behalf. But I didn't want to do anything without your consent. I wanted you to help because you are willing, not because you were forced. It seems you lost Onesimus for a little while so that you could have him back forever. He is no longer like a slave to you. He is more than a slave, for he is a beloved brother, especially to me. Now he will mean much more to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, write this with my own hand. I will repay it. And I won't mention that you owe me your very soul. Yes, my brother, please do me this favor for the Lord's sake. Give me this encouragement in Christ. I am confident as I write this letter that you will do what I ask and even more. One more thing. Please prepare a guest room for me, for I am hoping that God will answer your prayers and let me return to you soon. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you his greetings. So do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my co-workers. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. This concludes today's Immerse Reading Experience. Thank you for joining us.